Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And in this podcast, we take topics from both health and fitness, as well as the business side of things. We run two businesses, SD Evolution and Fit Coach Pro, and have a pretty unique perspective because we've had a lot of success, but we are not quite at the top of the food chain yet. Our mission is to help break down these topics so you can learn in an easy to digest manner and apply them into your daily life. So let's hop into today's episode. In today's episode, we are going to hack the mind of our social media mastermind, my wife, something uh, this episode will probably be for me just as much as it is for you guys. So why don't we dive right in? Yeah, but first I'm going to need you to rotate your microphone a little bit so I can see, see your face instead of feeling like I'm talking to nobody. Um, but social media, it's a topic that comes up a lot with other business owners who are in my DMs a lot and obviously social media plays a huge role in both of our businesses so we thought we would share some tips but also share like our backstory with it and how it sort of has evolved over time so we'll start there um I started on Instagram basically when Instagram like first came out which was like 20 12 or somewhere around there and as we all know when Instagram first rolled out it was literally just like photos of you from college and like random pictures with really horrible filters and edits Um, and it was just a place to connect with friends and during that time it sort of evolved a little bit more so into just me sharing my personal fitness journey and I kind of just would share like my runs on there. I would share, you know, what I was doing, teaching group fitness classes. Um, And then when I started my own just personal training side hustle before I met Josh, I would share just like, you know, different things I was offering on there too. So it was really more so just a personal thing for me for a while. And then when we met, we obviously created SD Evolution and we got rid of the separate things that we were doing at the time. Um, and it sort of just continued to show my journey. And I feel like that's really when it started to grow. Like I would say when I started powerlifting and sharing that, that's really when we saw things sort of take off as far as how it helped our business and just my social media growth in general. But at that time, it was still so different than it than it is now. Um, and I think that we'll kind of talk about those differences. But for so long, it was just like, okay, share a picture of what you ate for lunch today. Share a PR I hit in the gym. I would share full workouts on occasion. And it was kind of just literally like a day in the life every day of just like that was your post. Hashtag fit girl moves. Fit girl moves. May she rest in peace. Um but that was my old username for those who don't know. But yeah, I mean, it really just started as more of an organic thing. And I think when I moved out to San Diego and when we met, that was really when I started to realize that like social media could be a big player in how successful we were. And I didn't realize at the time that it could directly help us get clients or grow our business. But it was more so like 
that was like the beginning influencing days and I remember I would get like packages from different brands they would send free stuff and I thought just like oh this could be a cool thing to do on top of you know what we were doing at the time which was training people in person so it wasn't really a situation where we were like okay we're going to start our business and we're going to grow on social media and that's how we're going to grow our business it it just sort of happened <laughs> and um, I just think that obviously it's different these days because a lot of people know that, you know, help having a social media account can help grow your business. Um, but I think there's still things that we can pull from back then that still apply now. So, um, I'll kind of cover some tips too. Um, but what would you say, I mean, social media is the reason why we have both of our businesses today, true or false? True. So how would you say it has helped us scale our businesses? Just obviously reaching an audience. So it's not the days where you're taking out ads in the paper or on television and you have to have massive piles of money to be able to do that and, and advertise beyond your immediate environment. Social media has kind of leveled the playing field a bit um, where you know opportunity is endless. If you grow your following, which you have the ability to do, especially organically, you are connecting with your ideal customer right from the start if you're doing it the right way. So it's definitely the most powerful growth tool that you've had as a business probably ever to the point where, you know, these larger scale companies are now, you know, coming down from the paper, the print ads and the TV ads and actually paying influencers to see their, you know, most significant uh, return on an investment just because you're connecting directly with the ideal audience. Um, so it's just... You know, not that I'm the social media mastermind by any means, but there is no denying the uh, the wealth creation potential that it's it's created. Yeah, and I think so. Obviously, I when I started, it was more so of a personal page that kind of just grew organically because people wanted to follow my journey. And then after a little while, I realized, okay, we can leverage this to get more clients and to actually like promote our business. And we obviously have a separate Instagram page for our businesses, and we've always had. So they've they've been separate, but I would say majority of our clients, probably even still to this moment, come from my Instagram page. And that's just because of, you know, it's grown over time. I have the reach right now. But I think it's important, and this is one of the questions that you guys asked, which I'm going to go through a little Q&A at the end. I think it's important to understand that even if your goal is to grow your business through social media, you still have to show up as a human and show up as sort of your personal brand because people like to and will only connect with you as a human. They're not going to connect directly to your business right off the bat per se. So I think it's important to show both and how you want to do that depends on your situation. But you know, it's something that obviously we still do it. We've, we've shared our fertility infertility journey. We've shared pregnancy and postpartum with Kai. We've shared all the little things that have happened over the years. And because of us sharing those personal things, we've been able to really just connect with our following and grow a really strong, engaged community because of it. So there is value in sharing both. And I think that, you know, you have to have the right perspective too when it comes to social media because it can feel really defeating and you can get really caught up in the numbers and all of that 
that side of things. Um, and obviously there's hate comments and bullies and just people who are not nice, but there's so much positive and benefit to having and focusing on your social media, whether you are in business or not. And so for someone who's just starting off here, or maybe they've been doing it for a while, haven't had any traction, haven't hit the ground running with their social media strategy, let's say, for example, what what would you tell someone who, first of all, myself included, think that you can only grow on, tr- not, I don't think this part, that you think they, that you can only grow by using trends. The second part is me. I think trends are really silly. And I think a lot of the things you see going viral happen to be with trends, but I do not get any value. Even if you are providing a decent message by using the trend, I hate the silly shit. So I am currently almost entirely off social media aside from when I post because I can't stand the fact that everything I see is a silly trend. And there's nothing wrong with being silly, but again, I'm not getting any benefit from watching the silliness. So from someone who feels really lost, what would you say is the most basic foundational strategy they could start implementing where they can start providing value to people who are not their customers yet and grow a following? So I think it comes down to three things. So when you are putting out content well even before that it's totally fine to not be somebody who sits and scrolls on social media all day every day like I think that's a common misconception people have about influencers or I prefer the term creator um we're business owners primarily but I am technically a creator right so for me there was a point in in my journey like within the last couple of years like I'm constantly auditing who I follow I'm constantly making sure that I'm not following too many people because then you just get overwhelmed you are taking in so much content that it messes up with your your creativity and it messes with your output so make sure you're putting out more than you're taking in first of all but I think there's three types of posts that obviously people like to see educational posts, inspirational posts, and entertaining posts. So the entertaining stuff has sort of, it feels like it's taken over just because reels have become so much more prevalent and that Instagram really pushed those for a while. They've been out for a couple years now and they were pushing them like crazy at first. Um, And obviously a lot of us saw dips in engagement with like our static posts or our photos But I think that's like kind of leveled off a little bit. Um, So it's not necessarily that you have to post the trends and you have to use like all of those trending sounds and the original sounds. I think that there's a time and place for them. And I think that each person can kind of take those trends and do what they please with it. So you don't necessarily have to like lip sync a song or dance or like mouth even mouth the words of a trend like a lot of the trends right now too are just songs like you'll see the little arrow and it's a trending sound so using that in a way that makes sense and aligns with you and how you like to put out content I think is important um like for example a lot of the runners that I follow will literally just post a video of them running and then have some sort of either inspirational quote over it or just like a message or something to educate and it's like the most simple thing but they use that trend to really speak to who follows them so I think it takes a little bit of figuring out what really works best for you and also once you figure out like a type of post that you like to do you can like repeat that in so many different ways so 
Uh, I'm going to kind of go through a list of things that I think are helpful. Um, but it comes down to those three types of posts, I think, that do really well right now. And I think it's valuable to have all three types um, and being able to cycle through those in your own way. So the other thing I wanted to mention there too is that you know, don't be influenced by the influencers that you follow. Um, you know, you have to use your voice and you have to make sure you're not straight up copying others. We see a lot of the same things going on with trends right now and it's sort of become like okay to copy other people's ideas, but you have to kind of put your own spin on things and you have to be creative and be a creator if you want to have that success because when you do when you are more original with the stuff that you put out that's the stuff that gets shared that's the, the stuff that rip people save and they really align with so you have to understand that the trends are only going to get you so far and that the original content that you put out there that feels really good is going to live on your page forever and not just be a trend that dies off. Is that the key there going for the saves and not going for the quick double tap to get engagement to be boosted? I think likes are, I'm going to be bold and I, I'm going to say I think likes are dead. <laughs> like they matter, I think, to a certain extent. But I think saves, comments, and shares are really what you want to be aiming for when it comes to impacting people. Obviously, when people share your post, everybody who follows them gets to see it. So that broadens your your views there and gets more people following your account or at least looking at your account. Um, saves are always good because people that tells you as a creator that people found that valuable. So if you go through and kind of see what posts have a lot of saves on them, go back and make some content that's similar to or, you know, in the same realm as that. And I guarantee that you'll continue to get those saves. And then comments are just an easy way to connect with your community. So, you know, reply to every comment. Make sure that everybody who is asking questions or, you know, drops you love on a post, make sure you acknowledge it and they know that they are valued on your page. Um, but it's just a way to connect with those people and then the people that comment, if they continue to comment and have questions, you can always DM them and just say, hey, thanks for following along and just building that connection even more. So I think those three things are really what you want to be striving for over likes just because, you know, I mean, think about what you do too. Like as somebody who does scroll, how often are you saving or sharing or commenting someone's post? It's probably not too often. So when you are, it's probably something that really does hit home or really does resonate with you. Got it. So that's my little spiel on like types of posts. Um, I get asked a lot like how I sort of set up my schedule and how I sort of create content like what does that look like um so this is going to depend on what really works for you and I think there's different seasons and phases that I get in so that sometimes like I'll be in a, a season where batch creating my content really just feels good for me so like what I mean by batch creating is like on let's just say Sundays is when I film probably three to five to maybe sometimes ten different reels or videos or take some photos. So I'm like doing all of the active filming in one day and then maybe on Mondays I go through and edit all of that, put the text on it, attach the sound, make sure it's edited and cut up nicely and it's good to go. Um, and then 
I push that out as I want to when it's already ready to go. Um, right now I'm kind of in a flow where I'm just kind of more so creating as I go and creating in real time. Um, I'm leaning more into TikTok a little bit because I'm seeing some growth over there. And TikTok is a <laughs> totally different beast than Instagram and maybe I'll do a whole nother podcast on that. But um, it's just way more authentic and real and kind of like in the moment it's less scripted you don't need a fancy setup it's kind of like just on the fly kind of content so in the phase that I'm in right now that feels really good I'm answering questions on the fly it's just I'm not making a big deal out of posts which is kind of a nice change of pace um but I think it really comes down to like I said like figuring out what works best for you and the most important thing is being consistent with showing up so you know we all get into a funk sometimes when it comes to our creativity so that's when something like batch creating your content can be helpful because it's all already done and you can kind of use that on weeks where you really don't have anything to post or you feel like you have nothing to say. So, so what's consistent is it three times a day is it once a day is it three days a week? It depends on what um, social media channel you are on. So Instagram. Instagram, I would say get in the habit of posting every day. I think in my period of the most growth that I've had on Instagram, I was posting tw twice a day. So morning and evening. And I did that every day for probably four years. Um, so it takes consistency. It takes effort and it's, it, it's a lot. It's going to feel like a full-time job, but, um, you know, it's worth it when you do see that payoff and you do start to connect with your ideal client and people who are really just responsive to your messaging. And is that timing strategy? Is it morning and night? Is that on purpose? It's, Does it matter? That was just my example. It really will depend on your account. So Instagram obviously will show you your analytics now, which can be really helpful. And it will show you like the time of day that your followers are most active so for my account, um, just looking at it right now, most of my people are on between 3 and 8 p.m. So I still post in the morning sometimes just if I am putting out two posts just to get something out there. But usually later in the day, I mean, most of my audience is between 25 and 35 and then our moms. So like you think about that schedule and most moms are probably running around all day and not on Instagram. Um, so they kind of check in at night and that's probably when they're most active. So it depends on what your profile and what your followers are doing. But in the very beginning stages, I think that's not even something that truly matters. Like you should just get in the habit of posting every day if that's your goal and be consistent with that. So people like consistency as far as like knowing that you're going to show up at a certain time, right? So for example, this goes on Instagram or YouTube. Like if you set noon, 12 p.m. every day as your time that you're going to post, people can start to expect that and they'll start to notice that. So I think just whatever you think is going to work best for you and that some is something you can be consistent with that's what you should start with and then maybe look at the analytics and maybe tweak it from there but if you're struggling to post at all right now just start with that baby step of posting at the same time every day now what's the balance between consistency and quality so there was a time when people would say doesn't matter just get your post up the posts that you're not you're putting the least amount of time with are going to do just as good 
but are you setting a trend of people are seeing that, but it's not quality content, so they aren't returning or they're unfollowing? What's the balance and what's your recommendation? So I think you have to define what quality content is because in the past with Instagram, Instagram used to be so much more like curated. So like the quality content was like the high def cameras and videos and the high quality photos that were taken on a DSLR and like all these fancy things but it's so different now so I think quality content to me is taking for example if you're shooting a reel just make sure it's somewhere in good lighting make sure your camera lens is wiped off and isn't foggy Um, make sure the text is legible make sure it's just clean as far as that goes and obviously the messaging so you know don't just throw up a picture of your dog and count that as a post like if you're educating inspiring or entertaining someone with that post it doesn't have to be all three pick one then and you did all the things as far as making sure it's clean and you know pleasing to watch a quality post doesn't have to take hours and hours to construct so I think if you check off those boxes and make sure at the end of the day this is impacting one person in one way, it's going to be a quality post. Did that answer your question? Answered. Okay. So that just covered a lot. Um, I think that the last thing I want to touch on here before I get into the Q&A stuff is that If this is your business, right, and if you are trying to grow your Instagram, no matter what field you're in, you have to treat it as part of your job. It's part of your job description to show up on social media. And I think a lot of people sort of have the mindset about social media as someone who's sort of just using it personally. And you can't. You have to have like a different mindset and you have to approach it as you would any other task that you have to do each day. So whether it's client check-ins, whether it's, you know, auditing your client list, whether it's recording a podcast or, you know, managing your finances, whatever it is, this is right up there with that because this is how you build trust with your future clients. This is how you build trust with your current audience on there. This is how you sort of establish your yourself as an expert in whatever field that you're in so it's important to show up it is part of the job it's a task that we require for our coaches which I'll go into it was one of the questions um, from you guys and it's just something that we place a really high value on and it's my my experience with social media has overall been very positive I think there's very few negative situations or experiences that I've had with it Um, so you have to understand like your perspective is everything and if you treat it as part of your job and if you treat it as something that you know can help someone, it can just shift your entire perspective completely. So that's my, those are my official tips. Um, that's my spiel. Did you have any other questions for me? Not at the moment. Okay. Um, so I put up a little question box on Instagram today, um, which also is a great way to connect with your humans is questions. And I got some good ones. So we're going to just run through them. Um, here, why don't you read them to me? And then I'll answer in the little toggles. I have notes too, but. How to make sure my posts are actually reaching people. Hard doing them and few seeing it. So this is definitely 
first I want to touch on the mindset. So oftentimes we're comparing ourselves when it comes to feeling like our posts are not reaching a certain amount of people. Um, even I still do it sometimes and I have 80 something thousand followers. So you have to understand that not every post is going to be for every person and not every post is going to blow up and be like this miraculous post. But if your post is helping that one person and one person says comments or DMs you and says, this was really helpful. I needed this today. Success. And also you have to consider the idea like if you're getting like an average of like 20 to 50 likes on a post, for example, picture that amount of people in a room. Like that's a lot of people. And I think that we get so caught up in like hitting a certain number of likes or like hitting a certain number of views on our reels that we forget like your impact is really what matters most. It's not about the likes and the comments and the shares and the saves. Like, yes, that is helpful. But if you are impacting one person with what you show up to post, job complete. So I've noticed recently there are some bigger accounts or accounts that are growing more rapidly that have, say, one to three, maybe 4,000 views on 80% of their reels. So is it the occasional one that blows up into the tens of thousands that they're getting these followers from because they are growing? Or is there something happening where people are following and it's not increasing engagement, where they're not getting a ton of views, but they are getting a bunch of followers from that? So is it the one that goes viral or is it the consistent ones in the one to four? When you're getting a lot of new followers and you notice an influx of followers, from my experience, it's usually like the it's from the videos that seem to go viral. And viral can mean different things for different people. Like if you, on average, get a thousand views per reel and you get a reel that hits ten thousand views one day, then that's viral for you. Um, but usually, it's because so with the Instagram algorithm, from what I understand. The reels can sort of lit, have a longer lifespan than they used to have. So, like, I, for example, have reels that I've posted, like, weeks ago that start to gain traction again. And this happens on TikTok, too. So, I think it's just from people sharing those reels, maybe, and they started to gain traction again from that. So, you get new followers. Um, it's I think it's also good to get that slow trickle. Like, when you post a reel and get one or two new followers from that reel that's one or two new people that saw your account and that they're probably going to stay so I almost think it's better to grow slowly because those people are actually going to stay rather than like having that one viral video and oftentimes the viral videos that people post have absolutely nothing to do with their business or with what they want people to know about them (laughs) it's usually just a trend usually not always And that's when you're going to get a lot of those random followers that really like are not going to be ideal customers or future customers. So I think it depends on the situation, but usually it's from those videos that kind of just blow up. Next up, I'd love thoughts on social media for assistant coaches. Tips are important for them too. Yeah. So as I touched on, I think it's important for everybody to show up on social media, no matter who you are in the business. Obviously, as I mentioned too, it's something that is required for our coaches. So we have three assistant coaches on our team and it's not that I expect them to be like going viral and getting all of these clients and people from social media. It's more so that we just want them to 
you know, show up, show their face, show that they're a human and build that trust so that when we do assign clients to them or, you know, when somebody does find their page and wants to work with them, they know who they're working with. So I think that it's important to set some guidelines for your team. Um, So for example, for our coaches, we require them to be very active on stories, so showing up on stories daily, um, and they have to do three posts per week that are that can be anything. So we give them the flexibility of what to post, but they do have that recommended three posts per week guideline of just being consistent and showing up on social media. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, just what you said. It's a situation where they don't need to be bringing clients in or you know going viral and getting a ton of followers, but when we give them a new client and they've never met this person before, like they usually come in knowing who you and I are, but we're not working with them. So having a reference page for them to go to learn about who they're going to be working with. So they already established this internet rapport in a sense, they feel a little more trust. They know this person is knowledgeable and they're putting out good content. Um, so it's just a situation where we want to make sure the relationship before the relationship has the ability to flourish. Next up, how do, you, how do you deal with feelings of resistance about posting? Do you ever not want to be in posts? Yeah, I think that, I mean, it's not that I never want to be in posts. I think I've been doing this for so long that it just comes natural to, at this point. Um, and if it's a situation where it's like, a, let's say it's a day where I have nothing to post and I don't want to film anything, like I don't, I'm not in the mood to film and like, or take a picture or do anything like that. Um, that's where batch, batch creating your content can really come in handy. So at at this point we have thousands of photos and videos that I can pull from at any given point to throw up there. Um, I think that it's common to get in the mindset that you have to only post like in real time or only post like recent photos and videos, but even if you've been doing this for a year, you probably have tons of content or things that you can turn into content. And you don't even always have to show your face. Like there's so many things that you can do, whether it's making a reel or a video or just showing like a behind the scenes of your day. Like it doesn't have to always be like this posed and perfect and kind of um, just, what's the word I'm looking for? Like streamlined, perfect post. So I think what tends to sneak in there is like the all or nothing mentality and like that perfectionism. So it's like, if you don't have the perfect post, why bother showing up? But there's been so many times where like I have just posted a video of me and Kai or like posted a quick little workout video of us in the gym that does really well and people resonate with. And it was like, just kind of in my back pocket kind of thing. So I think that, you know, there's going to be times and days where you don't want to show up, but there still is value in showing up when it's hard and also knowing when to take a break. Like every week I take a full day off social media completely. Um, and I think that's a really good habit to get in because you can easily burn yourself out too. Finding the balance of personal versus brand, always overthinking it. Yeah, I think I touched on this in the beginning a little bit, but it's important to show both, right? So like you are your brand. Most in most cases, like if you own a small business, 
you are the face of that small business. So it's important to show little snippets of your life too. And where you draw that line sort of depends on what you're comfortable with. But like I said, like the more open we are and the more open we have been about personal topics, like the more we've been able to connect with a lot of you guys and it builds that trust and it builds that relationship even though it's through an online way it's still it feels like you're just friends with this person so I think that it is important to show personal stuff um and maybe like you twist that in a way that is personal but also still kind of relates to your business or your brand too um but it's important to sprinkle that in I think that where you want to draw that line depends on what you're comfortable with sharing, but it's definitely something that I think, I mean, every successful business or entrepreneur or one of our friends that we know, like they're, they're constantly showing up and showing their personal stuff too. And and it doesn't have to be as in depth as we share, but I think little snippets of your life is important to share. What are your favorite apps to create reels? So most of my video editing is done not, I don't ever really edit on Instagram. Occasionally I'll use their text on there. Um, But most of our editing is done on Final Cut Pro software, which is something I taught myself how to use like when we started our business through YouTube videos. Um, And there was a learning curve there. Like if you go back to our very first videos, they're kind of cringeworthy, but I did it. Um... So I mostly use that. The app CapCut is also a really great option. Um, It's just a little bit more streamlined, easy to like clip videos and slice things together, add overlays, all of that. I think the Instagram app can be really buggy. Um, It's gotten better, but if anything, just use that for like the text on your videos and edit everything else outside of Instagram. What's most important as a health business owner and using social media? Um, I would say just establishing boundaries. So like I said before, don't take in more than you put out as far as content goes. Make sure you're following accounts that, you know, are uplifting to you. And I would say don't follow too many accounts that are in your niche either. Like choose a very, like maybe like choose five accounts max of people that are doing what you do. And stick with those because otherwise it's going to be like information overload. You're not going to know if the ideas that you're having are truly yours or if you're pulling that from something you saw last week on Instagram. Um, It's just hard to find your own brand voice and find your true authentic voice when you're taking in so much content, especially related to what you're trying to post about. So I would say limit that and set some boundaries Don't be on your phone at all hours of the day. It can be really easy to get into flow and want to create a lot, which is great. But what I'll do is I'll create like a little list in my Notion app, which is like my notes app. Um, Once I get an idea and I'll just jot it down in there so I can come back to it later and I don't forget. But those boundaries are super important. Last one. Camera recs for recording and filming and how to learn how to edit. So a lot of our stuff we film on these days is on our iPhones. Um, We both just upgraded to the 14 Pro Max, but previously had the 12 Pro Max. Was it a Pro Max? Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said before, like it's sort of changed like a lot of... 
what you see on Instagram and TikTok is just literally organic, like pick up your phone and get it done. But if you are looking to put out some stuff that does have a little bit higher quality, we have two cameras that we use to record the podcast. We use for photos and we'll use for like certain videos. Um, and they're both Sony A, one's a Sony A6600, I think. And then the other one's a Sony A7 a7 i think it's just a7 um i like the sony mirrorless line a lot it's very easy to use they're great for video and photos we have like six lenses and i think all of our camera stuff is linked on our instagram um on our instagram on our well it is on instagram in my bio on my amazon list i have all of my favorite camera stuff there but if you're like if you're listening your your iPhone does so much these days like you probably don't need to invest in a real camera unless you want to do more um and as far as like learning how to edit it's a process I'm like 10 years deep I did take a camera class um photography class just to like learn the basics of shooting manual for photos and that was really helpful as far as videos I really taught myself from YouTube so um I don't remember who I learned from. It was like a multitude of creators, but you can learn everything on YouTube these days. So just, you know, if you are interested in learning Final Cut Pro, for example, there's so many tutorials on there. That's the software that I definitely recommend to edit. It's pretty easy to use. And yeah, that's, that's the spiel on social media, you guys. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a dm um or if i need to clarify anything shoot me a dm but i love talking about this stuff this is really what my primary role is in our businesses right now which is exciting because it's it's truly something that fills my cup um and something that i really love to do so where can they find you i'm at alessandra skutnik i'm at josh skutnik and everything else is linked in the show notes